B, C, A, 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 Welcome everyone to Uppy in the Stash. We are back. It's season three. It seems like it's been forever since we've done like a non-football show. I know that seems like exaggerating, but that's how I feel. But I'm your host, Uppy, and with me here as always is Stash. Happy New Year, buddy. How are you? What are you drinking? Happy New Year. How's life? Damn, I know. It feels like it's been since last year since we've had this conversation. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Life's great, man. Can't complain. A lot of good news coming down the pipeline uh, for 2020. Great way to start the year. Um, Feel like some chains have been lifted off me and I could go out and be me again. Uh, No, I'm not coming out of the closet. Don't worry. Uh, to all my fans out there, I'm straight. Although I love, I love, and I adore you, and um, don't feel like your um, words uh, fall on deaf ears. I'm pretty, mm. and I know it. And thank you for acknowledging it. So, awesome. and I'm drinking, I'm drinking uh, some Founders All Day IPA Session Ale. Yeah, yeah, it's actually pretty good. Uh, our local uh, grocery store here sells a two for five, so um, oh, fantastic for uh, for nineteen point two fluid ounces. Two for uh, five is not bad, you know. It so, is cheap Michigan beer, so I mean, I'll, yeah. I will fucking take it. Uh, I'm taking a break <laughs> until it's hot again, and I can drink mm. a nice fucking cold Corona right. when it's like ninety five degrees outside. So hey, you know, it also works handedly when it's. I don't know, mid to late January, and it's like 70 degrees outside. Yeah. It feels like summer, man. Like, not even summer, but it's like, wow, we didn't really have a winter at all. No, I'm still waiting for the supposed storm to kick in, but... Right. Ain't nothing's kicking, man. I'm just gonna... I've I've been wearing shoes, but I may just go back to sandals because I think that's just what's gonna happen here. (laughs) I just get my sandals back out again and just put them on. Well, yeah, generally, if, like, so I'm not, like, a crazy person who wears sandals all the time, but mm-hmm. if I know, if I'm leaving the house and I know I'm only going to be outside for maybe a couple minutes, like, the distance from my car to the grocery store or something like that, it doesn't matter if it's 40 degrees, I'll probably still wear my sandals just because it's more convenient and I won't be outside long enough to be bothered by it. I'm just that yeah. lazy. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You always have like two sandals. I have like my slip-ons and then I have my mm. Tevas. You know, I have my mm. river sandals. Fancy. You know? For people yeah, if I'm going over. places, if I'm going somewhere <laughs> and it requires a bit more movement, I put on my Tevas, you know? So if I'm going somewhere yeah. and I ain't moving at all, I put on my I put on my, my beach sandals, I call them. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm yeah. not that fancy. I'm, I'm content going out and portraying the look of white trash. Right Shit, I'll walk barefooted around everywhere. <laughs> Shit, Britney Spears ain't got nothing on me, man. I'll walk in a in a gas station bathroom barefooted. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's ballsy, man. I mean, <laughs> that's what Britney did. You she, wanna, 
Might want to go get. No, I wouldn't checked. do that. I know what's on the. <laughs> I know what's on the floor. I, I fucking wouldn't let. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't want to get hepatitis. All right. Well, luckily for me, I'm actually due to my work. I can't say what it is. I am actually. I got the Hep B vaccination a few years ago. So. Oh, you did. Yeah. That's bad. Good. Yeah. That's bad though. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's no. not something I want no. to include on my resume or like on my Tinder profile. Like, not be vaccinated, six foot one, you know, father of two, type of oh, shit. You man. know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a little uh, factoid. I mean, I felt. I mean, I hated the thought that I would possibly ever be exposed to it, but at least but I'm not worried about it. But you're vaccinated. You're vaccinated. I'm not about it. You know, but speaking of vaccinations, it was worth getting viruses. the autism, and the autism was worth it. <laughs> you, you, were, you were always a little slow. I can't. I mean, <laughs> a bad joke. It was a bad joke. Just, those anti vaxxers are so stupid. Yeah, yeah. I know we will. You know they're going to be coming after us the minute that we me- mention. Yeah. You know. no, we have such a small audience that uh, I don't think it matters. Yeah, I don't uh, think the anti vaxxers are on this. On this wavelength, yeah. anyways. It'd be funny if you're here, yeah. welcome, and also, fuck you. Um, yeah. And you you possibly hate laws that make it mandatory to have your kids vaccinated, but um, but then you do stupid shit like this, and that makes the vaccines necessary again. So yeah. And yeah. and or and or um, you show up to like fucking Disneyland and infect half the fucking people in Disneyland. <sighs> Thanks, everybody, for doing that. But you know what? It's okay, because we got Disneyland and obviously can afford a good doctor, so... Yeah. It's okay if they get it, because they can get the proper care, because they can afford Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just... I don't know if it's uh, true or not, but um, on Twitter, they mentioned that there was a report that they... The anti-vaxxers, I guess, funded, and the report ended up saying... What we've known all along that vaccines don't cause autism. <laughs> so, <laughs> the guy who made the go. determination. <laughs> the guy who made the go. determination wasn't even a doctor either, and then people just yeah. ran with it. Yeah, yeah. So, what? Well, anyways, it's all done. Um, yeah. You know, people will die an early death for not getting their vaccine. Mm-hmm. What can we do? What can we do? So, I, before we forget, um. Been holding on the spear for a long time. <laughs> it got right around Christmas. It's from our friends at Blaker out there in Ceres, California. It's called Evergreen Spaces. It's a hazy IPA, and they just describe it as piney and abundant. And it is most definitely piney and abundant. Um, abundant. But I have to say, when I first had it, I wasn't that crazy for it. But I, um, I figured the name of the beer was appropriate for my current state of inebriation. If you know what I mean. And um, I'm actually really liking it today. <laughs> nice. So, so maybe, maybe sometimes the marijuana helps, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it is legal. It mm. is legal. Uh, yeah. M- marijuana is a very lively discussion in this household. So it's Not uh, so much mine, surprisingly. I, not that I expected too much help, but... I figured there had been some discussion, and then it was really like, okay. Hmm. So I've been practicing for it for a month, and then ended up not I needing l- the skill, you know. 
She she surprises me. She's a you know, she, um, Mrs. Uppy surprises me sometimes when you tell me. I'm like, ah, all right. I really like this person. <laughs> I like her views. I like it. Uh, that's well. good. No, it's um, it's it's back and forth over here. Uh, there's there's a. Um, a resistance, but there is also an acceptance. So I guess you you kind of have to depend on if the moon's high up beyond the thirty three degree latitude over you know the Pacific Northwest Mountains of uh, Inland Empire, blah blah blah. So yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, and if the wind's blowing south by southwest, yeah. So. <laughs> It's like, oh, we went on sentence. They're back. <laughs> Sorry, I cannot focus. <laughs> oh. And then and it all goes back the other way, so. It's funny. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My brain's mush, everybody, too, so just know that I'm not 120% like I have been. Yeah. Just like up here, we are. I'm usually at fifty percent tonight. I feel like twenty, um, but twenty's um, not bad. No, I'm, it's not. I'm like at sixty, which is not bad. So sixty is good. Okay, being sixty, but I made some poor choices when I got home from work. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you 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 uh, you mortgage those uh, <laughs> those other percentage points for today, huh? It's pay right. time. It's pay up. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're jumping on tonight. So uh, tonight we are focusing on or trying to focus on the impeachment. I yeah. believe it started Tuesday. Is that correct? You started, yeah, officially Monday, but Tuesday. Uh, Senator, Majority Leader, Bitch McConnell. Uh, allowed Democrats to go first with so many hours, and then after that, Republicans. It's just the beginning of the opening statements mm-hmm. um, where each side has the opportunity to present their case, mm-hmm. as they would say. And so it's just sort So if you're listening to it and it sounds like a recap of what you heard in the House, it's a recap of what you heard in the House. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so some people find it, some people find it, uh, boring or whatever because you just heard it well yeah you did this is part of the process different group of people now yeah yeah well it's the same house managers um the managers you know adam schiff and a couple other people i don't even know who the fuck they are but somehow they're important and they're there because nancy pelosi picked them to be there um so forgive me for not knowing all of my politics today but it'll be fun to see how the republicans um present you know, and how it moves forward after today. This is where yeah. the good stuff comes. Right. Because, I mean, didn't the whole thing start off with a complete bold face lie from one of Trump's lawyer? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and from mm-hmm. what I understand, so I haven't kept up, up on it enough, but um, from what I know, it sounded like Adam Schiff did a wonderful job. Um, and uh, where was I going with this? But yeah, I, I totally yeah, I think I totally lost my train of thought. But so I do understand he did a totally good job, and then just um, the Republicans went in and basically voted no new witnesses and no new evidence, and just making it blatant they don't care about this actually being a fair process. 
Yeah, well, you know, here's on a politic on a politics standpoint, you know, so so for um, impeachment, a lot of pundits and people in the media are saying that. You know, this is like a political, this is like too political and politics should be out of it. But policy and the Constitution and legislation is politics. It's that's mm-hmm. that's what it is. Like you can't get around it. You can't go above it. You can't go below it. It's that's what politics is. This, this is it. And the second point that they were bringing up is why well, on why even have this process or these rules if you don't enforce them? Mm-hmm. You know? And then the third thing is I loved how I, I'm, I, you know how much I hate the Democrats, but damn, they did a good job on this part as they used the, their, the Republicans words against them. So they would uh, show uh, flashbacks and 30 second clips of like, uh, Senator Graham and McConnell, <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. making these arguments about um, witnesses and mm-hmm. high crimes and misdemeanors. And that was awesome. I think they really did a good job on trolling them and, and using <laughs> their own words against them. So um, that's kind of like how I would highlight the week so far. It's, it's other than those three things, that's we'll see how it plays out for the rest of the week. Um, and uh, Senator Collins is is a um, probably one of the worst senators in in Maine. I think she's Maine, yeah. Yeah. And I hope she gets voted out. I really do. Yeah. So that's, so that's gonna be one of my questions because I mean, <clears throat> I think we've mentioned it before. Is you know, the way this is gonna end up playing out is how we thought from the very beginning. If yeah. you go to impeach him, um, the House will vote yes, and then when it gets to the actual removal from office in the Senate. He's going to stay. Like, we knew that the yeah. whole time, but we, yeah. you and I have said that just because you know the outcome doesn't mean you have to ignore the process. We have this process for a reason. Like, there's a, a standard set that we should be following. And so my question is, who do you think is going to get more damaged from this in November? Um, is it going to hurt, hurt the Democrats more or possibly even the Republicans? Mm. Um because I've heard that there's, and the reason why I ask is I heard there was, um, a couple of weeks ago, they, uh, there were four or five Republicans who might, you know, be, I don't know, I guess you'd say sympathetic to the Democrat side because their constituents were hounding them about, like, hey, yeah. why aren't you doing it the way you're supposed to do it kind of thing, but. They want you following the rules. Obviously, process. they went, obviously, they went party line with how they voted on the rules of the the process and so I wonder is it going to hurt them more come November because they their actions pissed off their constituents well first let's talk about why they some people why they it gets voted along party lines the way it does is that um, Mitch McConnell can can and will hurt um, his fellow Republicans by taking them off choice committees. So he'll say, oh, yeah, well, you know what? Um, you're removed from this committee or you can't be on that mm-hmm. one. And you'll never, you know, you can't be on an intel and you're off on ways and means. And so that's mm-hmm. how you know you make, you know, you make the sausages and the committees. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one that's one of the reasons because he, he haggled and they beat the shit out of everybody saying you're mm-hmm. going to vote this way. So by promising him things. So that's that's one of the things. Um 
when Republicans, so if we go back a little bit and look historically and just in a snapshot point of view, um, if you look at when Republicans have held their grounds on certain issues that have been very, very unpopular um, mm. for some of them have been like, uh, for example, the government shutdown. Um, you know, the Republicans have held their stand their stand and said that we we're not going to, you know, let this happen. And this happened under Obama, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Republicans lost. They lost in the, the midterm or they lost mm-hmm. in the in the next general election. So, you know, they got, you know, their seats tossed out. The Republicans are good at holding their ground. Now, are they good at making um, decisions uh that will benefit them in the long term? No, it's all short term for them. It's like we're going to mm-hmm. win the next election, right? Right. Um, and and Democrats are just as worse at this. So um, Democrats are going to come out. My big prediction is this, and I know that I didn't do so well in football, but my prediction on politics is this. Uh, Republicans will be hurt tremendously by this because they'll lose the, they'll lose the Senate. Um, be, people will be mad. They'll say, "Hey, look, there was the government accountability's office. Um, the the uh, internal um, the IG report said, hey, that this thing, this bad thing happened, and it was illegal, and he broke the law, mm-hmm. and no one did anything. That will be one of the things. Democrats will 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 win big, although they will lose the impeachment because you know that the Senate won't do anything, but he will get ultimately voted out." And he won't, he'll be a single-term president. That's kind of my prediction out of it. And the Republicans will say, well, how can you undo the, you know, the votes of millions of people? And it's like, <laughs> well, well, why do we have this process then? Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, the, the biggest sticking point is, like, and I think this is where the Democrats um, need to really stick it, is, like, their own government accountability office said he broke the law, right? Mm-hmm. A, a nonpartisan accountability office that looks at these things and, and determines whether or not they were on the confines of policy and administrative reviews said he, he broke the law. Mm-hmm. And so they really need to push that part too. Like not, not this, we investigated. No, this own agency said you broke the law. That's the part they need to push. Will they do it? Who knows? Will it ultimately matter? Probably not. But at least they're putting it out there. That way you can fool yourself into thinking that this proof changes anything because the, the people way out there on the right, you can't change their minds with facts for nothing. So No. At least it'll be no. there. At least it'll be on record, so to speak. Yeah. Um... It's and and that's what's so cool about um, these these last twenty years. Well, more like fifteen, is that uh, everything's recorded, so mm-hmm. you can always go back. You know, to when Mick Mulvaney or um, or any of any of Trump's um, henchmen go out and they make these statements because all they got to do is just play those statements again and again and again. Mm-hmm. You know, so that doesn't help. It doesn't help his cause in any way, but I don't think they're, I don't think they're managing it as, as well as they think they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if, if you didn't do anything wrong, you would have um, opened up all your files. <clears throat> so there's always a fight on access to information <laughs> between um, government bodies. Can the, the Congress wants access to the executive branch's decision making about things that. 
happened and the fallout from it. And there's always this back and forth about it. And for example, the Obama administration fought the Congress, which was uh, Boehner's um, Congress at the time, um, who was the majority leader about Fast and Furious. You know, there Mm -hmm. was all these guns that were going to go to Mexico as part of the sting. Mm -hmm. And the guns ended up in Mexico. Like the sting didn't work out as well as it did. That's why they called it the Fast and Furious. (laughs) Well, um, Eric Holder, the district, uh, the district attorney, the attorney general at the time fought Congress on what it was that he would release. So there's always that back and forth. At the end of the day, um, Holder released information to Congress for the review. And I don't know if you've noticed, but, you know, there was very little hay made about the congressional hearings about what happened mm-hmm. because he released information. They saw what happened. Mm-hmm. Did they make a big deal about it? Eh, in conservative circles, maybe, but not enough to say, okay, you know, the, he can lose his job. He still held his job, never mm-hmm. held in contempt of anything. So it's right. those types of examples where you got to, you know, rely back on to say, how is this going to, how is this going to play out? Republicans are going to lose big because they're going to stick to their guns, plain and simple. They'll lose big. Because yeah. remember, in 2012, I think chlamydia, oh, STD was far more popular than Congress. That's <laughs> more. Well, especially in that Washington, Baltimore area. <laughs> so just so you, just so you know, an SCD was far more popular than Congress at one point. Uh, um, that's how it is. That's what happens. And so it's exciting. Uh, you know what though? If if you see it as anything though, listeners, it fans is this. See it as a um, opportunity to view um, the gears working, okay? So that when this happens again or if it does happen again or any time that we have to call back on this event, you've witnessed it, right? And, and, and don't just view MSNBC. Don't just view CNN. Don't read just the New York Times or the you know, Washington Post. Read other outlets, Get a little bit more informed. Read some snippets on Google Scholar of history and stuff about how this all works out so that you understand where this process lies and why it's there and everything. So when it happens again, we, we're more informed. We need to become politically literate. And we can't be illiterate about this. I don't know. I guess I'm far more alive than I thought. Well, you know what I'm doesn't it like... Mm-hmm. Isn't it, I guess, a couple things. Amazing to think and kind of almost weird to think that in the history of our country, we're on our 45th president. This is the only, th- the third impeachment. Mm-hmm. But isn't it nuts thinking that we were, we're not even 40 yet. You know, we got a few years till we hit that point. And then two of those three times have happened in our lifetime. Yeah. It's actually really great. Yeah. It would, yeah. Cause, uh, almost makes me wonder how many more we're going to see. Like, you know what I mean? That's just crazy. Yeah. Cause, cause we, uh, got Clinton and now Trump. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're not even 40 years old yet. Well, also thinking of it this way, we're not even 40 years old yet. Okay. And from, from 82 to, we'll just start from you 82 to, to <laughs> now. Yeah. We've, we've, we've seen, <clears throat> Um, World Trade Center 1 and 2, Oklahoma bombing. Uh, we've seen um, 
Columbine, impeachment of Trump, of Trump, impeachment of Clinton. And since Columbine, we've seen a tripling of mass shootings, mm. right? Um, two recessions, because when Clinton came in, we were um, at the bridge of a recession, I believed, or becoming into this, this type of economic downturn. Mm-hmm. And Clinton came in and cleaned it all up, and then now we're you know we were back up, and then the the big recession that happened. Um, and let's hope not another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have we witnessed? The election of a fucking TV reality in quotation <coughs> star. Excuse me. Right. Well, the other the other thing is too. Um, so another crazy thought that I have is again in the history of our country. And five times, like, someone through the Electoral College got elected, Mm -hmm. despite not winning the popular vote. Five times that's happened. Again, two of those five times in all these years, (laughs) it's happened in our lifetime. Yeah, Bush. Bush in Florida. And then Trump now. That's But, you know, that's not all of more of a reason to, to, to definitely... Get rid of the electoral college, mm-hmm. and and, th- and this is a hill I'm willing to die on. Is <laughs> we don't need it, we it, don't need it. One person, one vote. Yeah, it's you know, we don't need it. It's past its usefulness. No, <laughs> heck yeah, it's past its usefulness. How is New Hampshire? How is New Hampshire, Iowa, Maine, fucking um, uh, all those small places allowed to to overrule? Um, our their our vote like California has a lot of people that live here. God, it's not my fault we have a fucking big ass state, mm-hmm. you know. And then and then you're over here living in. Damn, I think fucking Maine is like the same size of the towns that we live in. The two the two places we live in, you know. You can you can probably fit Maine where I live. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense. It never. It, I don't know. It just it's time to get rid of it. I'm gonna look it up. I cannot tell <laughs> this one. Although I don't think Maine is the uh, Maine's not the least populated, though. I think Wyoming is. Who is? Oh yeah, find out. Look it up. Well, let me start with the population of Maine because this is trying to be one of the quite the well shoot digression that we've ever had on this. Show. <laughs> it's a population. We're going to talk about impeachment now. We're looking at population. So population of Maine, 2019. Um, they're saying 1.34 million people live in Maine. Okay, 1.34. Which is a higher number than I expected. Should 1.34. Um, between the two of us, between uh, my where I live at and the next, well, the biggest city next over to me, that's that's Maine. Well, that's combined together with our numbers. That's Maine. Our populations of the the biggest city next to us, just to the west, and us, where I, where I live currently today, is Maine. <laughs> well, even the biggest city to the left of you is um, it on its own. It's triple, actually. Because you were talking about Los Angeles, right? No, like, Riverside... 
Riverside. Not that big, is it? Don't yes, make me look up another one. All right, so before That's... I look up Riverside, I'll tell you Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming is basically the size of Fresno. It's 579,000. There you go. See? I think Fresno is about 500,000. So Riverside? Mm-hmm. California? Riverside? It says here... Three hundred and thirty thousand. That's probably as of twenty fourteen, but it's ha- it's much higher than that. October nineteen twenty, October twenty nine twenty nine. Three thirty. Okay, so three thirty plus my town. The county is about two four two point four million. That's a pretty big. That's a good size county. Mine's only like five hundred thousand. Yeah. I think so. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So I, we're not as big as I thought, but just the county wise, still, I can go to ki- from edge of edge of the county pretty quick around here. <laughs> so <laughs> I can go to county line pretty fast around this around here. All right. So so Maine shouldn't be able to decide our fucking vote. Okay. Be, you know they 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 can't have that kind of power. Electoral college is old. Time to get rid of it. It's twenty fucking twenty, not sixteen twenty. Dude, we don't have time to solve these problems because now we're dealing with like Nazis again. So <laughs> <laughs> we're never gonna get to it. <laughs> it's like fucking Back to the Future all over again. It's like we're always fucking fighting some weird <laughs> thing. Did you hear? Did you hear about uh, speaking now of elections and stuff? Did you hear about Joe Rogan's? Um, endorsement of Bernie Sanders. It was freaking amazing, man. I think it's the best thing we've, I think I've heard all year. Well, second best thing I've heard all year. It's, um, it's, um, it's, 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 and I love Twitter's reaction on it right now because it sort of proves his point that he's been making over the years about this like overreactionary um, cancel culture of mm. of you know of today of like social media and whatnot, and so I love it. I I like it. it. It's good. It's it's good. It's good for his movement. I mean, it's good for him because he's always going to get more. But it's also good for Bernie because if you think about it in a long term way, um, if you think about the types of people or who he um, interviews and the types of shit that he talks, mm-hmm. like the clear message. Of Bernie Sanders' campaign cuts through all that shit, mm. and it makes sense to him, right? Mm. And it's consistent. And if that's consistent to him and the people that follow him, and then it's a good message. But if we're so reactionary and so cancel culture about about um, some of the things that you've said, yes, is there room for improvement? Always, right? But. Canceling him or pushing him to say, "Well, you don't get a say in this," or "You should turn down his his endorsement," will push him and his listeners right into the arms of people like Trump, uh, people like uh, Hannity, mm. uh, people like Tucker Carlson, where they make these outlandish and very racist statements and um, you know ideas on, on feminism and stuff, and boom. You got yourself a bigger right right wing fascist state because they're like, well, fuck it, you know. I try to be inclusive and be part of it. 
And what happened? You know, all because I said a couple of things and now, uh, you know, I fucking can't be part of the movement because it benefited me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it pushes them right into the arms. So I think you accept it, embrace it. Let this be a teaching and a learning moment and and bring them in, man. Shit. Let it happen. Feel the burn. (laughs) You know, and I remember when this all started, when the, what was it? Summertime, June maybe, June, July when they started mm-hmm. the debates and all this other stuff. And I just remember early in the process, it almost seemed like, oh, you know, this probably not going to be Bernie's time, but I think he passed the torch. Like, but the more people have talked, the longer it's gone on, and more you realize it's Bernie's stuff that cuts through all the bullshit. And yeah, he's proven himself to be the most true in the end. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're, our voting's coming up soon, isn't it? Like March. Yeah. March third. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm ready and willing to vote for him. Or March fourth. Super or Tuesday, whatever it is. March third or fourth. Yeah. I'm I'm ready. I, I wasn't a big fan of him, but considering everything that's going on I I I'm voting. Bernie, you got the endorsement of Donovan Mustache of Uppy in the Stash Show. You didn't yeah. have it last time, but you have it this time. Um, so. You had mine. You had mine last time. And last time, um, our primary was in June. Because um, mm-hmm. that's how it was up until they switched it to March for this election. Um, so I remember, I think that primary that year was the ninth, June 9th, right? No, how do we seven, seven, six, or something? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, point being is, I remember actually driving to my polling place and voting on my way to go to the hospital to pick Mrs. Uppy and little Uppy up because she was coming yeah. home. <laughs> so I was actually voting on the day she came home from the hospital. Crazy, and I was voting for Bernie. Nice, nice, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, it's so it's good stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's where we're at. I think that's a good place to end our impeachment show, where I think we spent two minutes on impeachment, but that's okay. Um, this is what we do. It's still quality, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't on topic. <laughs> so it's still fun. Um, do you have a uh, do you, Do you have any knowledge of when they expect this to be over, like next week or even longer than that? What do you? No, it'll be done before. We can even blink. Um, Mitch McConnell is known. He is the um, institutionalist of all institutionalists and in that he will use every single minute hour of being an institution against you. And um, it'll be over sooner than you think. But like <laughs> he doesn't a week, want to. Do you think? Ah, another week. Another week. Okay. Perfect. It'll be over. All right. So maybe we will cover the wrap up of that on our next show. So, man, just damn, damn happy to be back. Season three is yeah. upon us. And hopefully our quality gets even better than what it was before. <laughs> and we get some yeah. listeners back. So, um, Stash, you got any parting words? My parting words are feel the burn. Uh, see, mine are don't forget to find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Uppy and the Stash. Uh, leave us some comments. You know, we still have a ton of stickers to give away. 
So we need yeah. to get back on that. Like, yeah. leave a comment on something, and then we'll ask for your address, and we'll send you a free sticker. Mm. And if you leave us a review, like on Apple Podcasts, we will read it on air. We've done that for all four people who rated us. And, um, yeah, look forward to coming back and look forward to Season 3. And until next time, y'all, we wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night. Good night. Just say